This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 19th of July. Justin F45, the group fitness cult, (laughs) I mean giant, (laughs) has finally gone public after its initial plans were delayed by COVID and then a failed merger. So hello, a $2 billion valuation. That's big, Brett. Twitter is removing its Insta-esque stories feature that was called Fleets. It allowed users to post content that would disappear in 24 hours. And now, after just eight months, the whole feature will disappear from Twitter. Three stories that are here for good, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> for our first, Australia's Reserve Bank is having conversations with other central banks about a global central bank digital currency Ooh. to fight off Bitcoin. This is a very interesting move from the RBA. So what is happening here? All right. The RBA pretty much calls all the shots when it comes to Australia's cash and monetary policy. They issue our currency. The RBA controls the cash rate. Which then flows down to interest rates on your savings account or your home loan. And the RBA kind of acts like a regular bank to the government. Now, B-Man, let's call a spade a spade because the RBA has never been hot on cryptocurrencies. (laughs) Yeah, in fact, the RBA's governor, Philip Lowe, he described Bitcoin as speculative mania back in 2017. (laughs) But now, the RBA is in talks with other central banks about the viability of a central bank digital currency. Or a CBDC for short, Justin. (laughs) Really rolls off the tongue. (laughs) It's looking at developments around stable coins. Which are cryptocurrencies that are actually pegged to currencies like the Australian dollar. So what's the key learning here? If governments want a seat at the digital currency table, they need to get cracking before it's too late. Private companies are obviously leading the charge with crypto. And this means that private companies are becoming ingrained in the three-way relationship. That'd be the relationship between cryptocurrencies, between consumers, and the organizations that accept crypto. And Justin, if adoption of crypto from consumers and organizations continues to rise, Mm -hmm. it could reach a point where it's too late for governments to manage or control. So the RBA be thinking, we need to get some sort of uniform framework around digital assets, and we need it soon. For our second story, Netflix has announced it ain't satisfied with just being the number one streaming platform on Earth, so it's making its big debut into the video game industry. Shots fired to Epic Games and Roblox and Electronic Arts, my favourite, <laughs> and everyone else in the gaming industry, Justin. What's the story? All right, B-Man, we all know Netflix is the multi-billion dollar company that revolutionised the streaming industry. And birthed the whole generation of Netflix and chill. <laughs> but now it's taking its chill to a whole new level and expanding into video games. All right, talk me through it, big man. Well, Netflix has hired a former Facebook exec to lead the video game development. And it's hoping to launch a video game option within the streaming platform over the next year. I can really see myself managing a cartel in Colombia for the (laughs) Narcos game. Or becoming the greatest chess player of all time in the Queen's Gambit. (laughs) And the good news is, Justin, it's not planning on charging extra fees for the new product. So what's the key learning here? Netflix gaming is going to introduce Netflix to a totally new group of people. A group of people who potentially weren't interested in signing up just for the movies and chill. You see, Justin, Netflix has primarily relied on its monthly subscription fees to make money. But it's been looking for new ways to grow out its user base and revenue, considering it's maxing out on the number of humans on Earth who's just going to pay for movies. And it's tried a few other things, Justin. In the past, it's tried to grow its user base by building out kids' programming. It even opened an online shop to sell merchandise. But Netflix needs a big, bold move to bring in a whole raft of new subscribers. Ideally, the next generation 
generation who love gaming. For our third and final story, LG, the massive South Korean conglomerate, has invested $7 billion into car batteries? Ah, uh, life is good at LG when it's investing into the future. What is the story here? Fun fact, the LG doesn't stand for life's good, huh? but actually for a lucky gold Ooh. star. Now, Brett, LG is the soul-based company that you probably know for white goods like TVs or fridges. <laughs> but it also owns the world's largest manufacturer of car batteries, LG Energy. And last year, LG Energy sealed huge car battery deals with some big car makers. We're talking General Motors, Volkswagen, and even Tesla. So this year, LG is doubling down on its investment into its battery materials business and throwing billions of dollars to solve one big problem, and that is clouds. So what's the key learning here? One of the biggest challenges in the renewable energy space is intermittency. Into what? <laughs> Essentially, renewable energy can't consistently produce energy at all hours of the day. It's intermittent. Clouds, bad weather, the environment, it can all affect the production of solar energy. But LG has figured out the solution. Make massive batteries to save up energy for bad weather days. And get this, Justin, the global market for this area is expected to reach a whopping $573 billion over the next decade. Let that number sink in. $573 billion. <laughs> so if businesses like LG can continue to solve intermittency problems for companies and governments and help them achieve their lofty green goals, well, then Justin, it could put big dollars back into their pockets. And LG's thinking here, this is our moment in the sun. Oh, very good. Flux family, today is Monday, which means today's the day we send out our weekly Flux newsletter. It's a three-minute read, and it covers the most important business stories from the last week. Flux fam, sign up to the Flux Weekly newsletter at www.flux.finance or the link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>